Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. It's like the house party that never ends. We're back. <laughs> I got fireballs. Welcome to the 2 a.m. hour. Deepito just arrived. Hey, Jules, we're yeah. out of milk. I'm throwing up in the bathroom right now. Why'd you chug all that milk? <laughs> it was to make a white Russian. Seriously, when, when I was in college, uh, Deepito introduced this like system where they gave out points for, like, if, when you ordered there, you could get like free calzones or whatever if you got enough points. And I got enough points to get a free calzone and I, I cashed mine in and uh, they never took my points away. So for the next like three months, my roommates and I got like multiple free DPDO calzones a week. Oh my God. That's the DPDO marketing. If you are listening to this, we are accepting sponsorships yes. and nothing will bring you greater joy. Dull. We would love to have yeah. your sponsorship. Uh, Please your do not. money. Please do not ask for, don't send an invoice of all these calzones that Robert just admitted to stealing. Please don't. That's my greatest scam, my greatest heist. (laughs) That's fucking wild. Um, Who's eating calzones with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Kenneth Wiseman, (laughs) who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey y'all, my name is Bianca Phipps. I use they them pronouns and I'm playing Sloan, who also uses they them pronouns. My name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he him pronouns and I'm playing Grugnuck McChugnuck, who also uses he him pronouns. And mm-hmm. joining us once again from the illustrious Tell Me Where I Lose You podcast. Who's playing with me today? Uh, my name is Nick Bromley. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing uh, Maeve, who uses they, them pronouns. Hello, my name is James. Uh, I use he, they pronouns, and I am playing Dr. Krillian Selzer, who uses he, him pronouns. And I am... Oh, no! <laughs> oh, God! No. He strikes! It's been recorded. It's on there forever. Puberty in real time. I am. Oh, no. Uh, and I'm David. Uh, I'm pl- uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I'll be playing Cosmo Crash of the Castle One Crashes, who also uses he, him pronouns. We are actually going to pick up with Dr. Krell. Dr. Krell, you were heading up from the engineering deck back up to crew deck A. Um, I'm going to say you get there right about the time, and you are not aware of this, right about the time your friends from across the other side of the elevator are having their sort of uh, encounter. You have a couple of holds of fortune left, correct? Uh, Yeah, I don't think I've used any of them yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, so if you spend one of those holds, I will say that Dr. Krell knows what is happening across on the other side of the of this deck mm-hmm. um if not you can continue on your way uh yeah yeah no i'll i'll use one of those okay um, cool so you spend one of your fortune holds and then it just comes to you as you get to this deck that you know across that elevator shaft on the other side the creature is there and so are two of your comrades um so you're kind of in an interesting position because you could lend them aid However, this is probably the best distraction you're going to get to get out of here clean with your item. What do you do? Okay. Um, 
Yeah, this is tough. Uh, I think, okay, uh, I think what Dr. Krell is going to do is um, just real quick. Am I, am I out of the, uh, I'm out of the shaft now, right? You are out, out of the shaft, yeah. So you're back on that crew deck. There are still like those uh, formerly like mummified bodies that were floating around the place. Now that the life support is back on, they've all sort of drifted to the ground and they're like starting to, you see like blood postules starting to like pop as they are like now beginning to actually decompose in real time. And then there is the empty elevator shaft ahead of you. Okay, uh, I'm going to shoot a message to my mentor real quick that just says the coordinates of the place. Okay. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to leave the thing there uh, and run to attack the monster. All right. Kenneth, when we last left you, you had walked into the room, so you were on the other side of this elevator shaft on crew deck B. Um, You turned around and you saw this multi-tentacle, multi-eyed creature sort of lurking in the corner of the room you just walked in. As you turn around, it spots you and you see its tentacles flare up. And it looks like it's like rearing back to charge you. Um, behind you, Kenneth, you can see your friend Cosmo is sort of being also backed into a corner by that same weird undead person who's, uh, you can see from behind him, it seems like there's something like happening with his head. It looks like his head is like stretching, almost like it's about to burst. Kenneth, what do you do? I want to uh, jump into Cosmo's arms, uh, like Scooby and Shaggy style. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it sounds like you are trying to get out of dodge. So I'm going to say that you're going to need to act under pressure. Okay. So you're going to roll plus cool. Ooh, very cool. Uh, that is a three. That is a fail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Kenneth, your luck has run out. Oh, no. So this is what I'm going to say happens. Cosmo, you lock eyes with Kenneth in the other room, and you see Kenneth start to take off towards you, um, running for your safe arms and the protection of your rocket launcher or flamethrower, I believe. That's what I'm known for, yes. It's a grenade launcher. A grenade launcher, grenade launcher. And as you see Kenneth about to cross that threshold, you see this thing just lands on top of him. Um, Kenneth, you feel the folds of this thing's mouth go over your head. Its mouth is located like kind of under it. So the tentacles have wrapped around you and now you're like inside of this maw and you feel like the heat and the slime and these razor sharp teeth piercing all around you and they start grinding around. You feel them slicing into flesh. You are going to take eight harm. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's all of them. Yeah, that's that's all the harms. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Robert, good to see you. Good to catch up. Is there, is, there, is there something I can do before this happens? You can tell Star Corsair fan for 2069 <laughs> that they can have administrative rights. <laughs> I'll give you one opportunity to protect someone. Cosmo is going to... Uh, He's going to see Kenneth about to get absolutely mangled in front of him, and he's going to shout, 
Leave no one behind! And I'm going to use the move, leave no one behind. <laughs> um, Classic. Uh, in, in combat, when I help someone escape, uh, I can roll plus sharp. Okay. Uh, and then uh, depending on what I roll, it's... It, it, All right, uh, it, let's you know. do it. Kenneth's life um, is literally in your hands right now. Uh, yes, it is. Um, oh, bitch, that's an 11 plus... <laughs> um, Oh no, where is my Oh, it's uh 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 I mean it's I think it's like a 13. Hang what on. What does that get you? Uh, um yeah. uh uh yeah, I think I think it's a 13. Yeah. Uh, what happens on a 13? Mother- oh, 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 no one gets left behind. <laughs> right? Everyone lives. Uh, We're on a here. 10 we plus you get them out clean. Okay. That's what it says. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. Kenneth, you did fail, and you're going to keep that fail. Uh, but with Cosmo's intervention, I'm going to let you two share this harm. So, Cosmo, <laughs> you lurch forward. You push this, like, shambling person out of the way, and you run for your friend, Kenneth. And as this thing is about to enclose over his head, you dive in. You both, I kind of roll with this thing. It's just like a mass of like tentacles and teeth, um, but you pull each other out. So both of you take four harm. This feels fair. (laughs) You are now on the other side of the room. So the opposite side of the room of both of these monsters. And as you get there, the elevator shaft, you see um, someone sort of propelling uh, from the other side, you see Dr. Krell jump in over to your side. Ah, hell yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just going to run full force at, at this thing and uh, give it a big swing with my axe. All my right. laser uh, uh, void axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. You have like an arcane axe. Makes All right. Sense. I believe that. I'll yeah. go ahead and roll to kick some ass. Cool. And while I'm doing that, I'm also going to yell, Ancient Fighting Arts, go! Because uh, I have that. Um, <laughs> go, go, Ancient Fighting Arts. Go, go. Uh, when using an old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when using an old fashioned uh, hand weapon, you inflict plus one harm and get plus one whenever you roll to protect someone. Also, I'm going to say this isn't a sci fi axe. This is just a normal battle axe then. Because this <laughs> okay. is an ancient weapon. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's made of, you know, metal. It's made sure. of, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a Have future you heard axe, of it? but the future's past. Um, okay, that's a seven. Plus one is eight. Plus, oh. yeah, five, six, seven, eight. And then, wow, oh, where's my sheet? I had one. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, plus zero. Okay, eight. <laughs> nice. Okay, so I believe on a seven plus, you and whatever you're fighting are going to inflict harm on each other. Um, You run in there and you get in close with this thing and like drive your axe into it. Um, How much harm does your axe do? Uh, The axe, let's see. Uh, axe is too harm, and okay. it's also messy. I don't really know what that means, but... It just means it makes, like, a big splash. A splat, I should say, and green sort of goop comes flying all over the place as you hack into it. You will feel one of these tentacles coil around your neck as it's sort of now grappling with you. Mm-hmm. We're going to pause you all up there. That's a pretty hot situation. Um, We're going to go down into the specimen lab, actually. Um, Maeve, you have finished up kind of what you had were inspecting there. But as you turn around, 
you see these brains that were sort of out on display on the bottom level of this uh, mm-hmm. room start like like vibrating in their containers. Hello, my name is Maeve. I'm here to help. <laughs> Tiny brain, how can I help? Um, and I'm going to just like reach down and like tap on the glass of each of them. Just like tap, tap, tap the way you're not supposed to on fish tanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Maeve, go ahead and read a bad situation. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, that's a uh, 13. Okay, on a 10 plus, you can hold three. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair. You, yeah, you look at these brains and now that you're seeing them they're sort of up on these like tiny little pedestals and sort of these glass dome cages you see spider legs coming out of the bottom of them and you see them beginning to like latch on to the sides of these containers and they're like like stabbing at them with their mandibles um, uh, uh what's the best way to protect the victims <laughs> Um, you are the only potential victim. The best way to protect yourself would be... That's the one I want to know about the most. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to protect yourself would probably be to leave this room and close the door behind you. Well, as I leave then, as I start to do that, what's most vulnerable to me? Hmm, I think that's a tricky one for you. You think that you would only have a hard time with these things if they were to swarm you. So if all of these were to get out at the same time and all of them were to like to kind of jump you, it might be more uh, too much for you to handle. Individually though, they don't seem like too much of a threat. Okay. Then I will turn around. Mm-hmm. I will say goodbye and I will walk <laughs> out the door, shut the door, and can I lock the door? <laughs> I yeah, have a plasma torch. To... Can I like weld the door shut? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say you can take some time to weld the door shut. I like the the idea of that. Um, Sloan. I'll I'll shoot a text over to Sloan. Team leader Sloan. I am welding a door. I will be with you momentarily. Um, uh, I read the text and look directly into the camera. Like welding a door. What are they talking about? <laughs> um, and I and I just text back. Good work. I hope you're on the right side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sloan, you're still in. In lab one, you were kind of looking over that chamber that uh, was once containing a large creature. You, I think, deduced that it was probably the same creature that you encountered. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? Have I determined that the uh, the data center that I'm looking for is not in this room, correct? Um, You've seen no evidence of it in this room. Is there anything of value in this room? Um, All of this lab equipment could be valuable. Um, And you imagine, you've never seen a creature quite like this one before. The research data that was sort of being collected on it could be valuable to the right person. Hmm. <laughs> How much space is on my USB that Captain Janice gave me? I haven't heard that in a long time. (laughs) Um, You know, do I do do I do I have the the memory space, the RAM, as it were? Sure, I think it would be more of a time thing to upload the data from this like um, medical module. Okay, that's totally fair. Um, Then I am going to ask you one more question, and the question is this. Um, could I get potentially, I don't know, lucky and be able to download this information in a rapid amount of time? Um, you know what? 
I'm going to have you roll plus weird to see how good you are at tech. Oh, okay. Oh, um, that's just a four. Uh, are you good with that? I am going to, uh, like, I think, I think Sloan like presses a couple buttons on the computer and is like, come on, come on, come on, turn on, turn on, turn on. And then, um, I'm going to pull out my lucky charm, um, which I have been holding on to this whole time. Uh, and uh, uh, if this <laughs> if this were like a okay. TV show or a cinematic, there'd be like a quick scene of like Sloan like plucking this lucky charm off of an old partner that they betrayed, and they would say something stupid like "Your luck's just run out." Um, but I'm going to pull out this lucky charm now um, and sort of like crush it in my hand to release the the fortune, um, and I'm going to change my four to a twelve. Okay, you spend that luck. And mm-hmm. here's what's going to happen, Sloan. You get, I'm going to say, burning a luck on something like this, you get a little bit more than you bargained for, I think. Sweet. You do get the data about this creature, which I think will give you a plus one forward for any sort of investigating that you're going to do on like what this thing does. And you also get the sense that the data center is nearby. Sick. Perhaps not in this room, but I think from that, you're, you're going to know that the data center is close. Perfect. Um, I pull the USB drive out of the out of the computer because I assume that that is the technology with which I am operating. Yeah. <laughs> the only technology in this world that has not scaled with the concept. No, just because they got it right old, on the first try. And just so, old yeah. 90s I mean, computer. It's that and the headphone jack. Yeah. Well, it's USB 4 now, but it, it's like backwards compatible. It's, like, it's all the same. Yeah, right. it's all the same stuff. And just to be clear, the USB is like one of those like fashion USBs, so it has like a little case and the little case is a chibi version um, of one of 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say of Orion from, oh, from the Star Wars. Oh, oh, oh. 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 No, That's it's Sloane. We all know it's Sloane. If it's if it's um, ooh, if it's Orion from Star Corsair, if I find out that you're a Star Corsair fan. And it's totally it's so secret because I knew if I knew that if Reggie found out, he would not shut up about it. Um, but that is that is what I have. And so I tuck that back into my pocket where the lucky stone used to be. And then I I I hightail it out of that room. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go find Maeve. Uh Grug, you are still in this uh, prototype lab. Um you're I think you were sort of wandering through all this equipment, maybe still talking to uh Dr. Krell as if yes. Dr. Krell was still in this room. <laughs> um really quickly before you tell me how much danger I'm in. Um <laughs> I, I as a player, am very familiar uh, with the idea of being alone and uh, and uh, with the situation I'm about to to find myself in. So I'm going to use I'm going to use the only weapon that I, Carlos, know how to use, and that is storytelling to make uh, Jules feel as bad as possible about possibly murdering me. So okay, interesting. I would like to pull out my phone, my little oh my boost mobile phone, and I want to try and call my children. Stop. And, and it goes immediately to voicemail. <laughs> and after the beep, I go, Hey, kids, Krugnuck, uh, Chugnuck, and, and Renata, I know you guys are probably busy, and maybe you're a little tired of hearing from your old pop, but 
Just wanted to tell you again how proud of you I am. And maybe one day, if I can make it back home, you'll be proud of me too. All right. I love you. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. And uh, make sure you don't leave the milk out for too long. Your brother drinks all the milk. He gets real sick. Okay. All right. All right. I love you. Okay. All right. I love you. Okay. Bye. All right. All right. Uh, it is a voicemail, so you don't have to wait for anyone to hang up. Yeah. I admit, actually, most of that is me trying to figure out where the... And then there's a minute and a half of breathing. Just, uh, oh, like a flip phone, you close it, and you're like, that totally hung it up. And then you look like, oh, didn't hang up. Nope. Close it again, open it back up. Oh, still on. I got to press the button. These things are so confusing. The um, voicemail is just Grugnug being horrifically murdered right after all of that. <laughs> uh, Grugnug, I'm going to say you're going to notice two things as you're kind of like just idly walking through this place making a phone call. <laughs> One, your family does not love you. That is your kids clear. were not busy. They could have picked up the phone. And two. You hear like, um, uh, I'll say a tittering above you. Um, it sounds like like something like like sort of moving maybe in the pipes. You you've had rats in your pipes before. That's kind of what it sounds like. Um, you also <laughs> see um, that there's like another like little office kind of at the back of this lab. It appears to be like sealed, um, but it's got uh, a nice like desk in it, a uh, lab coat like sort of hanging up, um, kind of a shelf with like a few uh, awards like sort of on it um, and you see uh, Hestia written uh, on the door. So am I like looking through a window in the door or something? Yeah, you're sort of looking at, um, there's like sort of a window that looks into the office and then there's a door next to that. All right, I would like to move away from the skittering and move <laughs> towards the door and try to open it. Uh, how are you going to do that? Is it locked? It is locked. Okay, I'm going to pull out all reliable and I say, I haven't done this in a long time. Here we go. And I'm going to try and pick the lock <laughs> with the corkscrew. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a void lock. You I know, they're like all built like corkscrews. <laughs> you know what? You're not here for no reason. I think this is I something that some you can value. reasonably do. <laughs> so it's just going to maybe take you a while because it is not the proper tool for this. Uh, but you get to work on that door. You're going to try to break into yeah. it. Let's go back up into the room of pain. Uh, mm. Dr. Krell, a tentacle is sort mm. of wrapping around your neck and you feel pressure being applied. Um, Kenneth and Cosmo, you're sort of in a heap at the other side of the room. Um, you've both taken a couple of licks. Uh, what do you all do? Who's moving first? I can see Dr. Krell being choked out, and I pull out my garrote wire to choke out whatever's choking out Dr. Krell. <laughs> now, Start a I conga think line. Reasonably, yeah. using a garrote, <laughs> using a garrote on this creature conventionally would probably be hard since its entire body is just sort of a bulb, but you could try to use a garrote to maybe rip off a tentacle. Mm. Okay. There's no part that like looks the neckiest. Hey, this is all heads, no neck. All head, no neck. All right. All head, no neck. All head, no neck. Can't lose. Uh, I will. Yeah. Oh, I will garrot the tentacle that is uh, 
choking out okay. Dr. Crow. I'll so I'll say to. that you can either use this to kick some ass if you want to try to do damage to this thing. You can try to use this to protect someone to make it easier for Dr. Krell to get away. Or you can try to help out Dr. Krell on whatever um, his next move is. Let's go for protect someone. All right, then mm. you're going to roll plus tough. All right. Ooh, that's an 11. Dope. All right, cool. Um, On a 10 plus, you protect them and you also get to choose an extra effect. So you suffer little harm. So you're going to suffer one less harm than you might have gotten. All impending danger is going to be focused on you. You're going to inflict harm on the enemy or you're going to hold the enemy back. Uh, I want to hold the enemy back. Okay, you wrap your garrote wire around this thing and you were able to use that to sort of pry the tentacle off of it. So you're sort of now holding on to this tentacle um, that's like kind of thrashing and Dr. Krell for a moment is free. Uh, this thing does have several more tentacles, uh, but you are currently free. Uh, Cosmo, what are you doing on the other side of the room? If I recall correctly, there's a horrific spider monster in here too as well, right? Well, Cosmo, that's so interesting that you asked that. You... <laughs> Wait, look. no, no, no. I mean, it wasn't here. It was not here. It was I mean. gone. <laughs> you look over into the room where that thing was, and you just see that body just kind of lying on the floor. And as you kind of squint at it, you see the head is gone. It looks like the head has actually exploded. So if one okay. were if, if one were okay. in this situation to maybe like read some sort of bad situation, uh-huh. um, how would one do that? Well, I think you would start <laughs> by rolling plus sharp. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> that is uh, a nine plus, uh, and my, my sharp is plus one, so ten. Okay, then you can hold three. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? <laughs> are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, You are looking at this um, uh, a wrestling match between this giant creature and your two companions. You scan, you see the body with the head exploded, and you scan the rest of the room. And as you look up at the ceiling, you see a brain with spider legs sort of attached to the ceiling and seems to be kind of positioning itself to drop on one of your friends. What's most vulnerable to me? Um, You're in a good position so that no, none of the um, danger seems focused on you. So I think the most vulnerable thing to you is your friends are both in the firing line for both of these creatures. Okay. Uh, and what? what's the best way to protect the victims? It'll be a lot easier for you to take care of the brain on the ceiling than it would for you to take care of the creature on the ground with your friends. That being said, though, the creature on the ground might pose more of a physical threat. Uh, okay, cool. You say that, but I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna shoot the one on, I'm gonna shoot the brain uh, with my uh, with my uh, uh, grenade launcher. Yes, so. grenade <laughs> launcher. Yay! I'll also throw in with that read a bad situation. Throwing a grenade up onto the ceiling in this room might have some unforeseen consequences. Yeah, if you're a coward. Yeah, yeah! If I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm not in that room. <laughs> I'm not in this room and I don't. <laughs> Roll to kick some ass. All right. Uh, that's eight. Um, plus what? Tough? Yes. Uh, great. That's eight. Uh, great. Okay. I think that makes perfect sense because you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. This isn't going to be so much this creature um, inflicting harm on you. This is going to be the room 
inflicting harp on you. You shoot layer this action. grenade at the ceiling and there is a massive explosion. Everyone in this room, everything just kind of goes dark for a second. Maven Sloan, out in the hallway where you two meet up, I think you'll hear like a and feel like the entire facility kind of shake a little bit. And then right after that, you hear, hey, we did it. We're getting our own spinoff. Team leader Sloan, I do believe I have a new need to weld. What are you planning on welding? Whatever just exploded. Uh, and then I think when Maeve says exploded, I like flash back to Captain being like, yeah, we're going to put charges everywhere. That's not what he sounded like. Yeah, okay. um, but that is how he Maeve. sounded way hotter. <laughs> he sounded so hot. I cannot be clear. Um, but I think, I think Sloan assumes that like that was the charge that the, mm. or one of the charges that the captain was, was talking about earlier. Um, so I think that they they turn to Maeve uh, and they say, I don't think there's going to be any welding necessary. You go down there to weld, you're not going to come back out. Affirmative. Welding canceled. <laughs> Great. I think that we should probably start heading up if we're going to get out of here. Affirmative. Where's the rest of the team, Team Leader Sloan? Uh, and then I'm going to uh, open up my Boost Mobile flip phone um, <laughs> and I am going to... Uh, uh, group call the rest of the team. <laughs> um, I think Grug has a very loud ringtone. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a salsa tune. No. Like a yeah. chip tune no. salsa. No. It's a mini file. It was a popular song, but like 20, 25 years ago. Well, actually, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't afford the, to download it, so I had this thing where you could like make your own song. So I tried to recreate it. <laughs> I think I did a pretty good job. It took about like three days on it. So, so you hear Grug's phone going off from the uh, second lab. So up there, Sloan is calling. Uh, 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 Cosmo, I'm going to say from this incident you caused, you're going to take two harm. Um, everyone else that was kind of more in the line of fire, I'm going to say is going to take three. Oh, Hey guys! Oh man! Sorry. Does that include me? <laughs> that Wait. does include you. Uh, okay. I only had. <laughs> I only had two left. Oh shit! I was, oh, I was, feel, I was feeling pretty six out of eight before that happened. <laughs> um, Cosmo, you like sort of pull yourself out of the rubble. I think you see Doctor Krell get up. And I think you also see Kenneth get up. Oh, no. I don't like the way you said that. I don't either. Stands up and brushes himself off and looks at both of them and goes, Oh, man, I can't believe I'm all right. Uh, Cosmo, what do you do? You feel your phone going on. All of you feel your phone going Really quick time out, Jules, for a minute. I thought you were to be like, Cosmo, finish him. Yeah, wait, that's all that's going to happen too. Am I not dead? Am I alive? You're done. I'm going to say you feel pretty alive. Okay. Um, again, don't really love how you phrase yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. I've Cosmo, seen movies, okay? okay. Uh, Cosmo's going to answer his phone uh, and he's going to take a quick... 
he, he's just going to take a good long look at his two pals as well as um, uh, wherever that third, where, wherever the uh, tentacle monster is. You do not see the tentacle monster. Um, Great. We got um, that going for yeah. us, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to take a good long look at his, his two pals as, uh, as he just says, yeah, hello. Uh, and, uh, Sloan, Sloan says, um, are you all right? Who is this? This, this is Sloan. Who's this? Oh, oh, sh- yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is, uh, it's Cosmo. It's, it's clearly Cosmo. Well, look, I just made a group phone call. I wasn't really sure who was answering. The phone's up to my ear. I can't see the screen. Are you okay? Oh, no, it's fair. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a solid six out of eight. Uh, Well, that's very specific and I know exactly how you're feeling now. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Hello. Uh, I think, uh, hello. (laughs) God I'm sorry it took me so long to answer. I was, uh, listening to my ringtone. I like to let it go off a little bit. Uh, oh, that's that new somber tune, yeah? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it slaps. It's very good. Can we please I don't focus know what here that for means, a second? But that sounds like a uh, compliment, and I really appreciate those. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While that's happening for a second, um, <laughs> uh, he is... No, no, no. Uh, uh, Dr. Krell is just going to be like, Hey, uh, Kenneth, you, uh, you okay? Just like in the background. Uh, Kenneth, you, th- you think it is important that you make sure Dr. Krell knows you're okay? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm okay. Hold on one second. I think I got a phone call. Hold on. Hello? Okay. (laughs) Okay, well, now that everybody has answered their phones almost. Hello, this is Maeve. I have finished welding the door. I am available for a phone call. Maeve, thank you so much for answering the phone. It's good to um, be able to see you do that. Uh, Affirmative. You're welcome. We just felt an explosion. Is everyone all right? What happened? We, it might have been, well, what did you see? Uh, who are you talking? Hey, me. Well, the the wildest thing happened. One of the one of the there's a big creature down here, and it just uh exploded. I don't know. Um, uh, Cosmo, uh, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny up, is Cosmo telling the truth? While Cosmo yeah. is reloading his grenade launcher. <laughs> yeah. Look, oh my God! I think I just saw it out of the corner of my eye, man. I think it went that way. But everybody's okay. We're all okay here, and it just scampered out of this room. It's not in this room. Caution, team, there is also an escaped brain spider. Did you say brain spider? Affirmative, a brain spider. I have seen their friends. There is one that is missing, but eight that are here. Okay. Okay. The term brain spider is among the worst I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah, pretty so, uh, pretty bad. Yeah, listen, everybody needs to just get to the get to the third floor. We need to get to the airlock as soon as possible. Uh, Kenneth, you think that that is a great idea, and you feel the need to reassure your teammates that that creature's gone and won't harm you anymore. Yeah, we'll be fine. It should be a straight path. Should be clear now that that creature is, it seemed like it gave me like deuces as it was leaving. So it's, it seems like we're going to be all right. Everything, it's going to leave us alone. It's just going to let us go. <laughs> but up as it left. <laughs> That's a- I will go repair the elevator. Goodbye. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. I, okay, uh, we'll talk to really, you soon. I hang wait, up. No, hold on one sec, guys. I, I hang up. Important. Cosmo hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm here, man. <laughs> hey, uh, buddy. Uh, just want to let you know, maybe you could pass it on to the gang. We could do like a game of phone tag. <laughs> that used to be fun in the day. Anyway, uh, I found uh, Hestia's uh, little uh, office, so I'm trying to 
to sneak in. I mean, you don't have to worry about me. There are no present dangers that are near me. I think I am completely safe. So I'm going to loudly kind of uh, try to break in here and uh, uh, hopefully nothing happens. You know that there is nothing important in that lab and Grog should get out of there immediately and not bother anything in there. Yeah, Grugnug, I don't know. We already checked that out, man. We took everything important out of there, man. It's a waste of your time. Like, just come and meet us at the airlock, man, and we'll just all, like, hug it out and be okay. I'll just wrap my arms around you. All three of I mean two of them. At first, I was a little suspicious because the door's locked. It doesn't make sense that you were in there, but wait, hold on. Do you really mean that? Yeah, man, I'll hug you. I'll totally hug you. We can hug. You know... The void is such a cold place. <laughs> I I haven't felt something so warm. It's been a long time. All right, I'll, I'll head up oh, there. Oh, Kenneth, we gotta go. Like, what, what uh, are you doing? Do, is there... Uh, Dr. Krell doesn't... I guess... Hmm? I don't... There's something <laughs> weird about the fact that uh, that door's locked. And I now, while I love hugs, I don't love hugs as much as Grugnug, so I'm not quite as, like, taken... Well, you uh, haven't been hugged that. by Grugnug. <laughs> this is true. I I, I, I do need to. Doctor, are you I, a little suspicious of this situation? Uh, a little bit, yeah, because I don't know when he would have gotten into there. Oh, uh, why don't you go ahead and roll plus sharp? Cool. Mm, that's a seven. No, sorry. Plus one is uh, seven. Yeah, I got a six plus one is seven. Okay, with a seven, I will say that you you're pretty certain that that was a lie. Um, you're not sure what it is, but something was in fact off about. How Kenneth replied. Okay. Voidmaster. Yeah. Uh, I have just left lab one. Do I know the location of where the data center is in relation to where um, I am? You do, did you hang up the call when Grug was talking about? hundred um, percent. I totally missed that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then you, yeah, you're, you know, it's nearby. Um, that's about all you know. Okay. Um, then I will go towards, I want to go away from the explosion. Towards, towards like where, where Grugnug supposedly is. Cause I know that those three yabos are close to presumably a bomb. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, then yeah, let's pick up there. So Grug, you got that door open. You're sort of looking at Hestia's lab. Uh, Kenneth told you that there was nothing important in there and that Kenneth had already checked it out. Um, I think you will see Sloan coming to your position. Can I just roll like a, so I think Grugnug is completely torn. Uh, he's he's already worked so hard in the door. He wants to look at it. It's like a visiting an old school museum, and uh, but also the 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 temptation of a warm embrace is very welcoming to him. Well, here's how we'll do this. We'll do this and we'll retcon this. How okay. about Kenneth? You roll to manipulate someone. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. very fun. Okay, games, games, games. Uh, cool. All right, I got a ten. Okay. Oh, you hate to see it. On a 10 plus, love to if, see it. if they do what you ask, <laughs> they can mark experience and get plus one forward. Wait, So on. you still, it, the decision is still yours, Grug. But if you do what you're told, then you get a little bonus. Okay, hold on. Wait, one second. <laughs> so when I went to go investigate the door, can I use a move called... Don't worry, I'll check it out whenever you go off by yourself to check out somewhere or something scary, Mark, experience. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to listen to Kenneth go for my sweet embrace and uh, level up. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what a 
is the scheme. And not, yes, it's all metagaming. <laughs> oh my That's god. That's my game. You but thought he was role playing. He was min-maxing. I was <laughs> min-maxing the whole time, and I already know what I'm gonna do if it's possible to the Void Master. <laughs> oh, now you're asking. Yes. <laughs> because I feel the love uh for the first time in a long time. I would like to gain back one luck point. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got it. You got it. Yes. Would you just spend it? Oh, no, you have two. Now no, you have two. No, I have two. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Fuck, you got to be kidding me. Grog's but if anyone deserved it, I mean, right? Yeah, his kids didn't answer the phone. <laughs> Come on, give him a break. <laughs> but you have right. to hug me. I have to hug you, yeah. I hope Grugnung makes it out with two luck points. Oh my god, that's all I want. I could have used that on my friends. Then slowly, you're going to see like Grug um, standing like sort of in front of this open door, sort of shrug and turn around and like start walking away from it. I am going to let him go. I, if he doesn't see me, there is no way in hell I am drawing attention to myself. So I'm going Act to under pressure to not be seen by Crook. <laughs> I am completely making myself known. I'm wa- I'm running. I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, I'm walking on sunshine. You feel good. <laughs> I, I rolled a seven. Yeah, I'm gonna say a seven. He doesn't see it. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. I'll even say that. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, okay, uh, then I'm going to slip into the room. Think like like murmur a quiet like thanks for opening the door, pal, and then just like duck on in. Okay, yeah. Um, in this room, you see uh, kind of what I described before. You see the lab coat. You see the um sort of awards hanging up on the wall. Uh, you see like sort of a personal console um sitting um at that desk. Um, you also see another door, and on further inspection, this actually looks more like an elevator. It is currently sealed and it looks like it requires like some sort of passcode or a badge to um, use. Oh man, Maeve is so jazzed. Um, I am going to uh, first dig through the lab coat to see if there is a badge or an ID of some kind. Oh, that would be super cool. Um, But there's just a pack of uh, void gum. I put that in my pocket. Okay. Um, And then uh, I'm going to open up that personal console, baby. Yeah, it's... um. Looks like something you would probably need to hack into to get anything valuable, but you do see like a message has kind of been recorded (gasps) and it seems like it's currently playing somewhere. Uh, So uh, it looks like somebody's kind of set up a private broadcast that is like streaming from the station, but is playing somewhere else. Does it look like I could turn this message off? Uh, yeah, you could probably turn it off. You could also probably um, listen to it if you wanted to. I would like to do that. Um, but first, I want to send Maeve my coordinates and ask them to join me. Okay, cool. Um, you're going to listen to this broadcast? Yes, I am. Okay, well, then I have to read a monologue. I'm so sorry. Everyone <gasps> Yay! Yeah, monologues. Acting! <laughs> <laughs> Respect the craft! <laughs> you see, like, a mirror image, um, a elderly... Oh, she would hate being called that. Um... Elf woman sitting elfderly. at this, an elderly uh, woman sitting at this desk recording a message. Um, she looks intently into it. Uh, her brow is furrowed. Um, you see uh, a little like nameplate on her lab coat says uh, Hestia on it. Uh, 
arm, she says, My darling, I must go down to Olympia and appear before the First Council. I fear I will be going away for some time. Oh yes, to answer for my so-called crimes. My punishment will not be whatever dingy cell I end up in, but that I have finally found someone to talk to, and we must now be separated. Perhaps we are both relics of a bygone time, too dangerous to traverse this void any longer. I cannot wake you. I cannot bear to put you down. And so I shall let you sleep until I return. Should I return? What makes me so furious is I did it for them. They must know that. I... Why do I go with them when there's no prison in the void that could hold me? Well, I haven't slept since that day. I followed my orders, and that's at least half true. It's our truth. Sleep well. Dream of me. And the message sort of repeats. Sloane, it like watches this message and like waits for Hestia to be like, also, the password for the elevator is. <laughs> um, and then when that doesn't happen, Sloane's like, God damn it. Um, and then I want, I want to, uh, like tap a couple buttons on the computer to see if I can get the message to shut off. If there's like a uh, little yeah, Shutting it down is, um, uh, no problem at all. Uh, you shut the message down? Yep. Okay. I think as that happen, happens, Maeve walks in and as you shut off that message, you, a power surge kind of runs through this place. The lights like kind of flicker, um, and you feel like a weird, like pulse, Almost like something is vibrating in the air as you've, like, turned off this message. Maeve, I may have made a mistake. Affirmative. Something weird has happened with the power. I'll take a look. Thank you. I'm here to help. <laughs> Maeve, how are you helping? <laughs> um, I guess I would like to plug in my electronics interface into mm -hmm. this console that Sloane has just tippy-tapped at until something bad happened. <laughs> okay, let's, um, I think that's a weird silence roll. Okay, let me roll plus weird for you. Uh, that's going to be a nine so far. So far. Can I, can I assist in any way? Oh, you want to roll to help out? Go I for it. I would love to roll to help out, <laughs> if I may. Absolutely. Ticky tacky ticky tacky uh, I rolled a seven to assist. Okay, so on a seven to nine, um, you grant them plus one, but you also expose them to trouble or danger. So you're going to turn that into a ten, uh, which will make that a flawless execution with your tools. Um, I'm going to say a couple things happened. You're going to um, receive the access code to use that elevator, Maeve. Mm -hmm. um, you also it was one 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 two. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> you also no, she's still a little lady. Yeah, the password is super simple. <laughs> <laughs> you know where this message was broadcasting, and it's somewhere below you. Um, was where this like message was being sent, and you also think that that is the source of this surge. Um, but uh, some of it doesn't feel entirely uh, mechanical. It feels like almost 
you, you felt an, inf- in, an interference with your crystal. Something mm. more akin to magic. Hmm. Hmm. That was an uncomfortable sensation. But I have good news. The elevator goes down. There is something below us that caused the power surge. And the passcode is 1112. You turn to say that to Sloane, and Sloane's eyes are like wide and their pupils are dilated and they are unresponsive. Sloane, you are overcome with this rage that isn't yours. Uh-oh. And you hear this voice. How dare you? How dare you take her from me? You shall not leave this place. You shall not leave um, Team Leader Sloan, you appear to be dehydrated. Please take a water and a seat. Uh, Dr. Krell and Cosmo Crash and mm. Kenneth. I want to know where y'all are headed. <laughs> uh, We're headed to the airlock, right? Right, guys. Are you going back up to the airlock? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Cosmo, Cosmo is on the uh, we have to get out of here train. Cool. And... Uh, Presumably, the airlock is the best way to do that. The where the airlock is where I came from, right? Uh, that's where you all came from. That's where the ship is. Okay. Is my, where's my orb? Uh, you left your orb on the other crew deck, so you'd have to hop over to the other side, uh, pick up your orb, and take it with you if that's what you want to do. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. Um, can I can I check my phone to see if the uh, if anyone got back to me after I sent the coordinates? Um, they do, and you know that they are close. Yeah, okay. they have everything that they need to sort of access this facility, uh, but they're expecting this pickup to happen, like, now. Okay, uh, it, yeah, okay, fuck it. Then it, it, I, I, there's not much I can do. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there for now, because it, it sounds like they're going, like, we're all heading to the deck where I think the ship that I just called is going, right? Uh, yeah, you are all going to the same location. <laughs> cool. Fuck, I fucked myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, uh, okay, guys, um, I called in a favor. I think I've got help coming to get us off the ship. Well, that's great, because I also called in a favor, and I think I also got help coming. So oh. this will be really good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, and Kenneth, you feel this, like, wave of anger hit you. I don't know what Kenneth is like when Kenneth is angry, and you're not sure what it is at, but you just feel really pissed off. Okay. Uh, I'm be like, oh, great. Yeah. Uh, everybody's got friends. I get it. You guys, you know, you have friends who are willing to come and pick you up and care about you and, and take you places. And, and, and that's cool. Kenneth, they're coming for you too, mate. Uh, yeah, I think we're all leaving. That includes you. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I believe you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I've, you know, so many people have said that before. Kenneth, you're all right, mate. I'm fine. Okay, man. Kenneth, Kenneth, you seem, you just seem like really, really agitated. Are you, I, I, this is a lot. I know we're all going through a lot, but we're a little worried. I'm especially a little worried about you. You know what? I I don't have time for this. We should go. (laughs) Um, you all start heading up. Uh, I, I do want to clarify, Dr. Krell is leaving the orb behind. Currently, yeah. How how far is it to get back to the orb? Uh, you just have, would have to crawl back down this elevator shaft. Oh, oh fuck. Hang on, guys. I got it. I, I'm sorry. I'll meet you guys up there. I got it. Oh, God. Okay. You guys are heading there. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you guys see a ship, just let them know that I am on my way and we will all go together off of the ship and off of this base and we will be fine. I got to go grab I think I I think I left my sextant in the other room, so I'll be back. You can get a new sextant. I'm walking away. <laughs> well, no, no All one right. left behind, right, Cosmo? And I will approach Dr. Krell uh, and threaten them with my butterfly knife. Do some cool Whoa. butterfly knife moves. Yeah, Dr. Krell, Kenneth comes up to you and pulls a knife on you. What what the fuck are you doing? Dude, hey, I, I, I'm going to like put my hand on my gun. I'm going to say, look... What is with, what's with you? Why are you doing I this? I just keep repeating. Cosmo pulls up his grenade launcher and points. <laughs> I just keep repeating. No one left behind, man. No one left behind, man. No one left behind. I'm not. No and one's as, leaving uh, anyone Kenneth behind. starts like repeating that, you see like tears kind of coming out of um Kenneth's mouth and you see like kind of like green ooze starting to run down Kenneth, the corners of Kenneth's mouth. I shoot Kenneth. No one saw this coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking with this. I shoot Kenneth. Um, I think that's just going to happen. You shoot Kenneth and Kenneth keeps shouting, no one left behind. No one left behind. And you keep shooting him. And Cosmo! he eventually goes down. And as he does, you see little spider legs coming out of Kenneth's mouth. Uh-uh. Okay, I am. Uh, I'm gonna pull out my axe and I'm gonna swing it at that. Whatever right. the hell is happening in that mouth, and I'm gonna say, Cosmo, please fucking help me. Uh, it's it's a bit of an area of effects. Okay. Yeah, Cosmo fires <laughs> the grenade launcher. Cosmo fires the grenade launcher. That's what he what has. What you asked for was help. It hit, it hit it. Hit it with the butt of the grenade launcher if that works. Well, oh my god. Yeah, okay. I think. Someone's about to get hit, I'll tell you that. The grenade launcher is not necessary for the situation. If you really want to fire it, I will let you. It may kill you. Okay, no, no, no. I'm going to fire my, my 38. I, I have a 38 caliber. Um, I'm going I'm to pull that out and just start firing at, the, at, at whatever comes out of, of Kenneth's mouth. All right, you see this brain, Kenneth's brain sort of pull itself out of his skull, riddled with bullets, and walks a few steps and sort of falls over, flips over onto its side and kind of like curls up. This this feels like a weird question. Yeah. Um, is it definitively Kevin's, like Kenneth's brain? Um, it looks like it was in that moment anyway. It's you got look at is it especially I, smooth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it slid on the floor. <laughs> it's it's a little leg. A perfect spear. Uh, you think this ah, thing- perfect. Hey, Doc, your sphere is right here. <laughs> it's um, probably latched itself on to Kevin. To Kevin. Do I recall? Do I recall seeing the other brain in the other room? Like, I know it's kind of a, like a, a retroactive thing. Um, the other room. I'm, I'm asking if I saw definitive proof that the other brain that was attached to the spider legs on the ceiling. Oh, I see what you're I, saying. So yeah. um, there's no really like investigate check. So what I will tell you kind right. of looking at this thing, studying its body, um, you think how this thing works is it kind of crawls into your mouth and it uses those like little legs to kind of eviscerate everything inside of your skull. And then it kind of hooks itself in in that place and sort of jacks your body. So while you were all buried in the rubble of the grenade blast, that is probably what happened to Kenneth. 
So the brain you, has been decimated. Uh, can I tell that if this thing is dead? It is dead, yes. Okay. Let's all pour one out for Kenneth. Pour one oh, out for Kenneth. Um, I, yeah, I'm just going to look at Dr. Krell and say, uh, yeah, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Let's go. For all I know, there's more of these. And quite frankly, I don't love that. I don't Cosmo. love one. Cosmo, for all I know, there's one in you. <laughs> okay. The, um, he pulls up the grenade launcher. We ain't doing this. I'm, <laughs> look, I'm leaving. Or, or that's it. Like, no, we... You're leaving. You can leave. I'm going to oh, go bye. to the other room. <laughs> Cosmo leaves. Yeah, I'm just gonna like watch him leave. Just, just stand in the center of the room as he leaves, and as soon as he's out of the room, room, I'm gonna go back to get my orb. All right, you get your orb. Um, great. oh, can I also, can I also just yeah. real quick call everyone else and tell them what just happened? Is it a call or a text? <laughs> this is important. I, I just like you know, it's kind of a minor update. It's you know? an email. It's an email. <laughs> Don't uh, phone call me if you can email it to me. Kenneth dead, period. Uh, brain spiders, period. They could be in on any of us, period. Have fun. Frowny face. <laughs> Frowny face. One of those, like the colon and then the slash, like the... Oh. Um, yeah. Gurgnug, I think you were making your way up the elevator shaft. Um, the elevator's still like, there's no power running through it, so you were still like all physically climbing up this elevator shaft, <laughs> uh, which uh, takes a lot of time and is um, a little bit stressful. But... Um, as you're climbing up, you get this text and you also see Cosmo making his way up to the uh, uh, air dock. Air dock? Whatever. Dock. <laughs> so wait, so I get this text message and as I'm climbing, I see Cosmo climbing or I've yeah, already like... Yeah, gotten- much higher up than you, but um, the I'm going to say the elevator shaft is at least lit. You can see him climbing up there. Okay. Yeah. So before I get the text message, I'm climbing and I'm still singing, but it's like I'm really tired. So it's like, I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, I'm walking on sunshine. And then my samba song plays. Right? Or it's a text. It's a text. So, so what, yeah, you're but text. it's still the it's same still the samba song. For yeah. A text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole song. <laughs> Every time you get a text, it's the whole song. You spent three old. days on it. You got to use it, it for never everything. Gets old. And I, I read it and I stop. I'm completely halted that my new best friend, Kenneth, <laughs> has died. And I couldn't give him a hug before his final moments and I look up and do I know how he died or it's just like he's dead you just know he's dead I stop singing and I sadly climb up and then I see Cosmo and I just sadly follow completely silent Maven Sloan you are in the um Moonbreaker's office Uh, how do you proceed um do I see the data center in which I'm supposed to plug in my USB. Um, have you taken the elevator? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. I don't. Last we left, Sloan looked pissed. pretty dehydrated. Yeah, I needed That's to true. sit Sloan's down. pretty dehydrated. May from the information that you have gathered from that um, computer, um, you are certain that that elevator will take you to the data center. Team leader Sloan, join me in the elevator. We will go to the data center. I'm sure they have water there. I am not sure they have water there. Come with me. Affirmative. One, 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 two. <laughs> uh, the elevator slides open. Here we go. Uh, I step inside, and as I step inside, I turn to Maeve, um, and I say, I know that you have no sense of fear, so 
Listen, when we get down there, there might be some weird shit going on. Your job is to get the data from the data center and get out. Do you understand? Affirmative. Which way is out? Are we out right now? No, we are in an elevator right now. You will take the elevator back up and meet with the others on the sky deck and make sure the data gets out of here. Affirmative. The elevator will open up to a dark floor. You do see these large towers, uh, rows of them, of uh, what look like kind of like, um, you know, internet things, internet towers. Servers. (laughs) Servers, that's the word. There are lots of (laughs) bleeps and bloops and (laughs) and it's hot down there, but there's like a couple like fans going. Oh God, Um, it's so hot. I think more interestingly though, you will see bodies on the floor, um, sort of piled up, kind of all over the place, and all of them are missing their heads. Hello, my name is Maeve. I'm here to help. Can I help find the data center? Uh, Looking at these bodies, Maeve, these aren't like the lab scientists that you've encountered before. All of them are like kind of outfitted with weapons and armors. They kind of look like voidfarers or maybe even pirates. Weird. I continue looking for the data center. I have a question, Voidmaster. Yeah. Uh, on the floor, <laughs> perchance, do any of these Voidfarers with no heads but armed happen to have, I don't know, a shotgun perhaps? Oh, absolutely. I pick it up off the ground. <laughs> you pick up the shotgun. Uh, you see Maeve is um, going over and inspecting these servers. While that's happening, Sloan, I'd love if you read a bad situation. I would love to read a bad situation. Engaging casual whistling. <laughs> That'll be a 10. A 10. All right. Hold three. Uh, my first question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Well, why is that everyone's first question? You know why it's everyone's first question. <laughs> yeses. <laughs> you see, I think you have like a flashlight on your helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of looking around this place and you look in one of the corners and you see something kind of dripping ooze. And as you like slowly look up, you see this tentacle eye monster sort of floating up in one of the corners of this room. It looks very badly damaged. You see there are like pieces of shrapnel sort of sticking out of it. It's like if this thing breathes, it's breathing heavy. Um, and its eye sort of like lazily like shifts focus to you as you shine your light on it. I am going to sh- sh- shoot it. Do you want to use your other holds or do you want to go straight to? Um, I will use them in a moment. I see this. <laughs> I will come back to those. I'm holding them. And then I'm, I'm going to I want to shoot this creature um, um, before either like as it's I, I want to I want to know if it's if it if it is unassuming do I assume that it knows that we have come in because of the elevator oh yeah it knows it looks like it was like trying to take a second to collect yourself actually I'm gonna say I'll give you this for free from what you've gathered this is probably like its nest or at least like its lair all these bodies um, from this angle you can kind of see under it to that giant mouth um that is probably like has eaten the heads off of these corpses and it's probably like making its nest, doing whatever this thing is trying to do in this area. Okay. Um, I'm going to say over my shoulder, Maeve, you found that data center? Negative. I am still looking. Um, I am going Actually, to- Maeve, I think you will have found. Um, it's. I'm not going to take a roll or anything like that. If you are able to plug into one of these servers, you could download all the things that you need to. It's just going to take some time. Ah, here we go. 
My new answer is affirmative. I have found it. Hello, my name is Maeve. I'm here to help. And I plug into it. Hello, Maeve. I see you have entered a foreign device. I have. Hello. Hello. I want everything that you know and I want it inside of me right now. Very well. <laughs> Prepare for transfer. Thank you. Um, you know that, that file, those files aren't currently transferring. Uh, I, 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 my shotgun, that's the technical uh, term. Um, yeah. and now I'd like it. to, I would like to fire. Well, it sounds like you want to kick some ass. I would love to kick some ass. Roll post off. I'd love to kick some ass. That's only an eight. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Yes. I have one more luck point left. How do you hey. have one more? Um, because I... Oh, because that was like a lucky charm thing. That wasn't your luck point. That wasn't I my see. luck point, baby. I see. That was my special gift Smooth. from my special friend who I betrayed a long time ago. Um, I, uh, I would like to make that a 12. Wow. And I'm going to mark okay. off my final luck point. You can choose an extra effect with a 10 plus. You can gain the advantage and take or give plus one forward. You can inflict terrible harm, which will be an additional one harm. You can suffer less harm in return, minus one harm, or you can force them where you want them. I would like to inflict terrible harm. Um, so you're using a shotgun. You don't have the harm for your shotgun, do you? Um, the harm for a shotgun is three. So you're going to do four. Four harm. This thing's already hurt. One, two. Um, you blast this thing, and it does not like that. You see those eye lasers kind of over its head, like light up, and they fire at you. You're going to take up two harm as you get blasted in the shoulder by one of these eye rays. Um, this thing is now pissed and is like floating down towards you. But Cosmo Crash, you've just lost possibly your best friend on this ship. You get to the deck. You see the um, decision maker is uh, still sitting there. Uh, you are making your way for the ship. I see Grugnug behind me. Yeah. Yeah. You can um, probably wait for him to catch up. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll wait. Uh, and uh, when he gets up, I'm going to like kind of just like keep a hand on my grenade launcher. <laughs> um, You will hear <clears throat> the exterior airlock opening. Uh, yeah, I'll turn around and take a look at what that is. Um, it sounds like somebody's coming in. Can I see who it is? Um, yeah, you know, I think on this dock, there is probably like a surveillance area just so you can see ships coming in and out. Uh, you do not recognize the ship. Uh, are there any like... Um, it's a small ship. It looks like a clipper. Okay. Are there any like uh, identifiable characteristics, like any like... I don't know, like any particular like fleet uh, things or like uh, like any particular like symbols regarding uh, any uh, civilization affiliations. I'm going to say it looks purposefully blacked out. Mm. Perfect. Great. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just going to is Grugnug up here. Wait, yeah, I was just going to interject because I want to. I want to do something that would make me not go up, that would end up with me not going up there. Oh, so what that would you I do? just wanted to inter- interject. No worries. I want to, uh, I think Grugnuck get finally gets to the level past where uh, Cosmo entered from. Mm-hmm. And I would like to really quickly, because this again is another moment for Grugnuck of like being torn, I'd like to go really quickly to where Kenneth is. Okay, yeah. And I I see his like headless 
dead body <laughs> laying there. And I, I fall down to my knees. I say, oh, buddy. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know you weren't my son, but I feel like I still really let you down. And I go down and I give him the hug that I owed him. Oh. And I take my Gap plaid t- button-up t-shirt. I take it off and I uh, cover his smashed head. And I put it, I put him back down and I, I then I start climbing back up. Oh, I think man. at that point then... You, as you start climbing, you see that Doctor Krell is also climbing um, ahead of you. I, I don't think I say anything. I think he's very somber in this moment. He's just trying to catch up with the gang. All right, gorgeous. So, so what? What's going to happen first? Is this door going to open? Is Doctor Krell going to pop up? What's the uh, What's the vibe? I'm going to say, Doctor Krell, are you hurrying to get to where you need to get to? Uh, I'm trying to get there as fast as I can because I know they're on the way. And, um, you know, they are pretty, pretty strict. I think one of the things they said was that they they require total obedience. So I got to be there before they are. Dr. Carl, I'm going to have you act under pressure to get there quickly. Okay. Act under pressure. It's a good thing I have minus one of that. Woo! (laughs) Good thing. And I dropped a dice on the ground. Man. Man. I'm too sweaty. Seven, six, seven, eight, nine. Eight. So I'm going to give you a hard choice. Okay. So I'm going to say you get there as this ship is now pulling on to the deck. You see Cosmo is there sort of seeing this ship coming in. Mm-hmm. You can meet them with Cosmo or you can hang back and kind of see what happens. I'm going to wait. Okay. I'm going to let him do it himself. You hang back. Cosmo, you see this black ship, this uh, clipper, is sort of pulling into the dock next to the decision maker. What are you doing? I am going to open the door. Like, I'm going to go to the door and see, like, if I You're going to, like, try to approach the ship? Yeah. Like, I don't... It's either that or... No, I'm just going to wait. Because also, I don't know the Grugnug's not coming up. Um, So I'm I'm still waiting for for Grugnug. As the ship pulls in, you hear it's sort of um, over a speaker coming from the ship. You hear Dr. Krell, I presume? Not quite. He... He had a... He's being disposed of. What? You're you're the help, I presume. Where's Dr. Krell? Well, he's not here. And if I had to guess... He's either going to be here really soon or he's fucking dead. So... You have until the count of five to produce him. And they start um, counting. And as they do... You, you want me hear, to produce him? Um, you hear the weapons um, mechanism of the ship starting to... Mm, like, it seems like they're going to fire in this dock. Uh, hey, I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm just going to turn and yell, Hey, uh, Doc, if you're here, it's better it's fucking time. Okay. Can I, can I jump out? Can I... Can I can I interject? Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to come out. And I'm gonna, okay. Hey, it's, it's, okay. I'm here. I'm here. Everything's fine. Were you fine. fucking waiting? I, <laughs> not right now. Surprise. Cosmo, not right now. I, I, I'm i here. You guys have transport? Dr. Krell? That's me. I'm Dr. Krell and Solzer. Yes. Is that the package? Oh, this? Yes. Bring it forward. Okay. And uh, as I'm like walking by, I, I want to like kind of like pull it around and I want to um, just kind of lean towards Cosmo and just say, don't make any sudden scary movements just just play cool uh Co- and I'm Cosmo gonna starts walking back towards the elevator shaft 
that's that's great. You're doing great. Okay. <laughs> um, you get closer to the ship, Doctor Krell. The voice says, "That's close enough." Okay. Um, Cosmo, as you are walking back towards the elevator, you see movement behind Doctor Krell. Behind him, like behind so, him. Yeah. So kind of what you're seeing is Doctor Krell approaching this ship. You uh-huh. see something kind of going around behind where the decision maker is, kind of intercepting behind Dr. Krell. So coming from that other ship? Uh, from your ship, from the decision maker. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I still walk back to, like, I'm, I'm going to post up next to the elevator shaft and so that I can either shoot and dive or, <laughs> um, or uh, intercept uh, anyone that comes up. All right. Um, you approach Dr. Krell, they say close enough. The voice is going to say, Dr. Krell? Yeah? Hit the deck. And the weapon system starts firing. Cosmo Um, dives. Yeah. I need both of you to act under pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can I act him? Wait, I was about to ask if I could act under pressure with advantage. That's not how this works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you know what? You do have your holds. So does one oh, of yeah. them like allows you to be kind of where you need to be when you need to be? Uh, right or something yeah. like that? Uh, be somewhere you are needed just in time or have a useful object ready. I still haven't used those. Okay. I'm going to say you can spend that hold to avoid acting under pressure here and just automatically drop. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, cool. You have one hold left. Remember that. Um, the, okay. the weapon system fires. Um, Cosmo, you have a little bit of cover, so I'll give you plus one forward to hide from this shot. Uh, well, that puts me at a seven. A seven. Cosmo. Oh, you don't have any more luck, do you? Okay. Seven. All right, Cosmo. Uh-oh. You get struck by these bullets. Um, these uh, lasers, I should say, coming out of the ship. They just... Fire. Um, you were not the intended target, but you see who was. Um, you see Captain Giannis was approaching behind Dr. Krell, and you see he gets blasted right in the chest and goes flying backwards. Um, is it beautiful? Uh, it is. You see his like blue hair comes like spilling out oh, of his so head hot. as his helmet sort of like explodes. He even dies hot. <laughs> and you it's see like angry. his vape pen like leave his hands <laughs> as he like there was falls flavored. down um, onto the deck of the ship. Cosmo Crash, you are going to take five points of harm. Yeah, uh, and with Cosmo's dying breath, yeah. he, he, he shouts, fuck you, Dr. Krell! <laughs> um, Doctor, you get up behind you and you see the dead bodies of Cosmo and of Giannis on the ground as the doors of the ship open up. Just to clarify, yeah. I was attempting to dive down into the elevator shaft. So, oh, dive back. Oh, so I think, oh, yeah, my I God. think, Grug, as you're climbing up, you see <laughs> Cosmo crash, ah, fall, and like. Crunch at the bottom of the elevator. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a perfect anime noise. Doctor <laughs> Krull, um, you're gonna see this person come out of the ship um, and sort of approach you. Good work, Doc. What the fuck was that? Goes over, he like picks up the orb and hands it off to another person that comes on the back of the ship. These people are pretty heavily armed, and um, he takes off his helmet, and mm-hmm. you see Captain Giannis. 
um, but with like shorter cropped buzz hair. And you see a Roman numeral five sort of tattooed on his forehead. He still hot. Walks still over not as to hot, but like pretty hot. The oh like dying um Captain Giannis on the floor is like sort of gurgling and takes out an arcane cutter and he's like, number two, never got one this high before. And he like holds the arcane cutter to this guy's scalp and like burns the number off of his head. Sorry, that was a old score I needed to settle. You need a ride? I uh, I thought I, I I thought that we would all get it right. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. Humans first, right? I don't... I, I, I just wanted to even the playing field. I didn't want to... I don't want everyone else to die. <laughs> I just want to even the playing field here. Like, Look, this place is going to blow either way, last I heard. So you can hitch a ride with us, or you can stay with them. How many are on the ship? Um, Looks like three. Uh, okay. Um... I, I, okay, then what I'm, okay, okay, that's fine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say there's, um, there's one, there's a small problem. Um, there's a, there, there's one final piece of, uh, sorry. Um, there, there's, there's a final piece of the sphere of annihilation that I have to get. Um, it's still downstairs. Um, uh, it, it's not going to work unless I get this key. Um, I, I didn't have time. I wanted to make sure to get the main payload out before mm. I got the last thing. Okay. Um, it's not going to work yet. Someone. Roll them if okay. someone. Do I hear this? Uh, Grug, yes. I'm completely hidden right now. Like, I'm trying uh, to just, they like, do not know that you've come up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just eavesdropping. The, oh, and sorry. I wanted, uh, uh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> What'd you, uh, what'd you got there? Uh, I think th- if there was ever a time to uh, uh, to ha- to use a luck point, now would be it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my luck point. Um, <laughs> he's going to sigh. He's going to look back at the other ones. We're running out of time here, Doc. Can you come with me? Absolutely not. But we can give you five minutes. Five minutes? Get moving. <sighs> okay. Um, and I'm going to um, run for the elevator shaft. All right. I think as you do, you see the, these um, people like sort of pack back on to their ship. Um, you uh, run past Grug. I don't think Dr. Carl notices you, Grug. Okay. I was going to say, is there any way I could stay hidden? What do you do? I I don't know what the doctor's up to, so I'm going to, I want to f- uh, stealthily follow the doctor where they're going. Okay. Well, let's have you roll to manipulate someone. Me? Yeah. Ooh, beautiful. 12. Okay, oh. cool. You are stealthing behind the doctor's doctor. I, I want to yeah. point out, like, you mentioned this earlier in the episode. Grugnuk has done this before. And, yeah. like, like, yeah. This is, like, he is here for a reason. And so, like, sort of like Vietnam kicks in and, like, he, like he's, like, fucking, like, he pulls out his multi-tool knife and he puts it in his teeth and he starts, like, climbing down or wherever the doctor's going. He starts follow, stealthing around following the... Oh, man. He doesn't have a shirt on anymore. So he's yeah, just like bare-chested, hairy as fuck, and like he's got a knife in his mouth. He's got a tattoo from from the old days, and like 
it, it, very different Grugnark. <laughs> what I love is that this is by far the worst way to hold this tool because it's so heavy at the end that right. doesn't have the knife. You're right. having to bite down very hard. Yeah, I got tusks, so it's okay. Sure. Uh, Sloan, mm. you've taken a shot at this thing and it is now floating towards you. All of its eye stalks sort of pointed at you. Its uh, tentacles flared out. What do you do? I would like to. Sh- I would like to shoot it again. <laughs> I look this thing. Interesting. I, interesting. A, a wild, a wild choice. I look this thing in the eye, uh, and I, I kind of like a little, a little, a little crazed, perhaps, just hmm. like like tapping into that rage that wasn't mine. I think Sloane just goes like, "I've killed the unkillable," and then fires, uh, and then fires again. Roll off. <laughs> To kick some ass. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Happy to Meanwhile, be Maeve. Maeve, <laughs> you're downloading. Downloading. 38%. Uh, that's only an eight. An eight. Okay. You and what you are fighting are going to inflict harm on each other. One, two, three. Okay. And your thing does how much harm? Three. Okay. So here's what's going to happen to you. Uh, this thing rushes towards you, and it, instead of going eye stalks, it goes full teeth with its tentacles, and it kind of tries to wrap around you. You use you wait until the last possible second to blow this thing through its mouth into its body, and it works. This thing falls backwards and slams up against the, ta- um, the data tower and sort of slumps up against the wall. I am covered, I assume, in guts. You are covered in guts, yes. And glory. Uh, and I just... Um, you feel glory. that pulse again. Fuck. Uh, and I just, I wipe the shit out of my eyes. Uh, and I turn back to Maeve and I'm like, progress report. Uh, Voidmaster progress report. <laughs> um, Maeve, I think you are going to give me a weird science check. Please say 69%. Uh, that is a nine plus two for 11. Yes. Hell yeah. Nine plus 60. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Maeve. Download complete. Downloading 80, 81, 80. Done. Affirmative. Wow. Download has completed. Excellent. Let's get the hell out of here. Affirmative. Unplugging the like, you know, like an avatar when they connect their ponytails together. That's what it feels like for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I, I unplug our ponytails. Yeah, you unplug your ponytail. Unplug <laughs> and start walking for the door. I would May. like to now use some of my questions that I didn't use earlier. Oh, uh, you're, okay. Oh, and no one to fold them. <laughs> uh, no one to walk away. What's my best way out? Uh, the elevator is um, unimpeded by anything currently. Okay. And then I would like to know what's the biggest threat? Oh, Maeve. I'm not Maeve Sloan. I'm so glad you asked. I am. Scared. You turn and you see this thing slumped in the corner, raise a tentacle and jab it into one of these data towers. And you see it's like sort of electrocuting itself as it does it, but it's kind of like worming its tentacle in no. there. And it sort of, you hear like a, like a boom. And this thing kind of slumps down completely. And you see the eyeball that was kind of in the center of it 
disintegrate into putty and just melt onto the floor. But then you hear sirens going off throughout this place. Security system engaged. Security system engaged. Multiple unauthorized Oh, multiple unauthorized uh, entities detected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does it say? The huh? system's like laughing. <laughs> it does laugh. The scooby system does have a sense of humor. Um, and it says, "We're only doing one take of this." You see, Voidmaster, can I do something, or do I need to wait a little bit more to do a thing? Uh, you may have to wait because okay. what you are going to see, Maeve is a turret sort of unfold from the ceiling and red dots pointed at you and Sloan. Uh, my folks crawling in the uh, uh, elevator shaft, you are going to see drones sort of floating from the ceiling, floating down towards you, blinking slightly. And you will also, nobody is alive currently there, but you see the um, deck sort of, all these doors start like locking down as this place goes into lockdown mode. We fade out on the abandoned lab as sirens blare. Who knows what fate awaits the survivors of Moonscab Base. And that's where we land. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't you believe it? There's an episode four! <laughs> Spicy! No, I was uh, killed people this that's, time. Uh, we will uh, resolve what happens to those characters when we visit the base again later. Ooh, I, I, I love right. the image that like now that the alarms are going off, it's like totally like 80s horror action where it's like it's like mm-hmm. darkness and like red, red glare. Emergency. You now have 10 minutes to reach minimum safe distance. Oh, so cool. You just see all these like mechs and things being God, activated as the security <laughs> system <laughs> goes <laughs> off. And there's still a couple <laughs> of you in there that could possibly get out alive. We'll see what happens. Thanks for playing. Yeah. <laughs> this is the longest, yes. this is the longest episode we've done. Um, Absolutely wild. But uh, thank you all for hanging out uh, with us. Uh, sorry to those of you that died. But uh, what's right, a heist hey. movie without a few corpses, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did what I had to do. I killed Robert first. So much for you being my favorite. <laughs> you like him so much you wanted him to be the first death. The yeah, first I angel. You wanted him to so yourself. So he could just sit in the corner with you after he died. <laughs> I really thought the more annoying I made my character voice, the quicker I would die. I'm stunned I made it to the third episode. <laughs> I even made you a zombie. But you were for a still while. first to go. Yeah, so. and you yeah. even got a yeah. post credit yeah. scene where you were alive after you died. Yeah. Yeah. Dying didn't even kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well done, everyone. Uh Bianca, uh, where can folks find us? Um, you can find us uh PHB folk. Over on the social meds, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Reddit at the pod has been cast and you can tweet us on Twitter at the PHB cast. And it's been such a pleasure to be joined by our twisted T sister B 
podcast. Yeah. As we always say. Got it in one. You got it in one, Jules. That was good. Good I'm fading fast. I turned off my air conditioning. I'm sweating. I can't do this for too much longer. Um, (laughs) It's been a joy to run a little baby game with all all of y'all. And I'm sure we'll have you all back on the show um, at some point in the future. Oh, Um, don't tease us. I'm such a tease. Did did, did I win the guest spot? Did I do it? I don't know. I will announce who wins at the conclusion of my life. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't now. plan on outliving you. <laughs> Three days I now. Do. It it says here, and it's only one word in Jules's will. It says Robert wins. Hmm. But one word. Everyone, but one like, word. Robert, Robert wins. Robert, Robert wins. Robert um, wins. For all of our listeners that have now grown accustomed and let's be honest, addicted to the sounds of your voices, where can they find you? Uh, we are Tell Me Where I Lose You, a podcast where bad ideas get bigger. You can find our podcast where you're probably finding this podcast, which is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, you know, normal places. Pick um, one. <laughs> podcast thing and you'll be yeah, fine. You, you know, can find us. You know. You <laughs> must Google because nerd. they're still too bougie. Everyone knows where to find podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we are? If you're looking for us on right. Twitter, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram, which you didn't ask for, but I will tell you. We're uh, <laughs> at TMYLY Podcast on both of those things. That's TMWILY Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, help us, um, just I'll help all of us support baby podcasts and help us grow to be toddler podcasts. Mm-hmm. We can learn our first ways. Hey, you've had such a nice time on this podcast listening, dear listener. Go rate The Pod Has Been Cast five stars on iTunes because it's it's like so easy. It's not that hard to do. You know what? I'll qualify. It's not that hard to do, but you can figure it out, dear listener, it's because so easy you're a smart. man could do it. It's also among the only ways that any small podcasts can grow. Yeah, so. iTunes. Oh, the algorithm. Mm, mm, five stars. Mm, the loves algorithm. Mm, tasty. Mm. The only thing tastier than the algorithm oh, is a little place I like to call Robert's yes. Corner. That's the grossest one I've done. It's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's the best you've done. It's pretty gross. It sounds like a little Italian restaurant. Robert's Corner. Ooh, Robert's bistro on the corner. Uh, it's called Robert's. Uh, while I have so many people. Uh, something uh, I found something out recently, or I guess I was told something, or or maybe realized something. Um, mm. <laughs> so every, I guess I got to preface this a little bit. Every single can opener I've ever owned, I've been like, oh my god, this thing is a piece of shit. I hate this fucking mm-hmm. can opener. And you like, you try uh, to like open a can and it like skips yeah. spots on the yeah. lid. Yeah. You guys kind of, yeah, I thought forever. Uh, I thought forever it was only because I was like buying cheap, shitty can openers or whatever. Until someone told me that you can tighten your can opener. I'm sorry, what? So huh? go on. Look, it's got settings. Look at your can Hold opener. On, can I actually go get go a can get opener? A can, and you get you right can back. go get a can opener and confirm. And and I, <laughs> I've confirmed this on multiple can openers that on that little spinny circle blade part. There is a Phillips head screw. There's a oh Phillips God. head screw on the little bladey thing, and you can tighten it. And once you do, cans look. There it is. You wow. can see it. Yeah. What the for fuck? the listeners? Uh, Nick now. just grabbed a can opener and is showing exactly what I'm talking about. If you are frustrated with your shitty can opener, get a screwdriver, tighten it. It'll work like a dream. Robert's corner yes. changes lives. Wow. And that's what we Thank do you, here. Robert. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for that. Thank you. 
we're all ready for the apocalypse for all those beans um, that we eat during the apocalypse. I'll enjoy corn and faith now. Mm. In faith? In yeah, corn and no, faith. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. A <laughs> memoir. Well, let's <laughs> take this can a little bit further down the road. Um, as I throw this to can. Robert's to Robert's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I am getting a laser pointer and I'm opening up my, my window. And I'm shining a laser pointer outside to maybe herd some of these cats out of my apartment. So I can finally not have company. Let's Holy see if it works. Shit. Do you guys see that outside? It's a big red dot. Oh, Holy fuck. shit. Oh my gosh. It's a dot. Hi, uh, Jules. You're not actually out of milk. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and keep this with me in my bedroom that I've made over here in the corner. Uh, good night. I'll see you later. Okay. Well. I've been throwing up in the bathroom this whole time. I, I am. am. I'm leaving this apartment. Goodbye. I hate you all. Bye.